Welcome to today's episode of C's Got Degrees. I'm Robin, the host of this week, and this is the podcast where we try to answer the question, what the hell do we do now? Now, today is an extra special episode because the boys had their week last week, but today, today is the ladies week. So I'm joined with two new members. If you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, kind of give us a little insight on what you're doing. Take it away. All right. Well, hi. Um, my name is Maggie. I am not graduated yet. I am entering my senior year of college. Um, and I am kind of known for people as um, Embrace Sounds. I'm known as the goth girlfriend, which is a thing that we do at <laughs> our college. And um, also, I'm a little bit of a manic pixie dream girl, but I don't claim that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll claim the goth girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We love a goth girlfriend moment. Absolutely. Um, so I'm Elizabeth Brenizer. Uh also go by Brez, Liz, Lizzie, Bryn. There's just a lot of names for me. Whatever floats your boat. Um, I am a graduate. I just graduated in May with a degree in marketing and communications. So Educated girl got that degree and let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, I just started a job, which is crazy. And uh, yeah, I'll leave I'll leave some of that good content for later on in the episode, though. Don't want to give it all away now. Oh, a little <laughs> spicy, little secret. <laughs> yeah, special announcement. you know we'll have to definitely touch on that because that's what the podcast is about what are we doing Um, (laughs) i for one i'm so excited to have this ladies night um i've kind of been the only lady in the podcast so far and i don't know if i can be uh really claimed as a lady (laughs) um um, you know it's just kind of we're chilling um but we kind of have some stuff we want to talk about and i know we are talking about how we are going into a predominantly male industry so a little frightening what are our thoughts you know it's (sighs) so i actually just posted about this not long ago i am just like so over the thought of entertaining a man (laughs) i I'm just so tired of it. I just, like, literally the thought of, like, trying to have a conversation with a man who doesn't give a shit about me and what I'm saying is so exhausting. And um, that is something that I'm coming to terms with as I start my career here because both business and communications are dominated by men, which is, I think, the case for a lot of different areas like you know it's not just those two majors for me but like I don't know I just feel like everything that I go into I look around and I might be like the only girl in the room which is just like Mm -hmm. frustrating because you know it's I'm entering spaces where women's voices would be so powerful and impactful and are needed and it's just like I'm glad I'm here but it'd be nice to have someone by my side you know oh absolutely that's where I'm at right now (laughs) Just exhausted. (laughs) I don't know. I I kind of have like a a weird take on this whole situation because the place that I've worked at since high school um, is 
bias in a way that's different. So we actually primarily hire women, um, especially girls that are in high school. And so like the ice cream shop is like owned by women, led by women, worked by women, which is like really nice to see. Um, and then obviously getting into this industry has been a total like 360 shift um, because even at like my internship, which uh, I was working at this entertainment company and we basically created pitches for reality TV shows to pitch to networks to basically sell the idea. But the company was owned by two men and um, us in the creative department were all the women. It was kind of like a weird dynamic. Like I'm going to these meetings and we're trying to like talk about, oh, wouldn't this be a fun show idea? And then having everything picked apart by the only two men because you have to get their opinions before anything is approved. It's just such a weird dynamic. I don't know. It was just, it's interesting to see how that's basically the whole gist of the situation is that the women might create the ideas, but basically we have to have the male approval. And my thing, like, to go off of that, my thing is, is that, like, if they don't understand the idea or whatever it is right away, I feel like there's no real interest in, like, learning more and actually coming yeah. to understand it. And I feel like that's something that, like, I take upon myself whenever I'm not, like, really sure where someone's going with something. I try to, like, ask those questions. I try to get that clarification so that I'm on the same page as them. And maybe I offer some, you know, different advice on how to maybe tweak it to better fit the situation for whatever it may be. But I just feel like sometimes you don't get that same energy from guys. It's just frustrating in the professional world because it's like, hey, we're all working towards the same goal here. We all want to like do good by this organization. And I'm not just offering up these half-assed ideas. Like I'm being serious here and I would like to be taken seriously. So I feel you. <laughs> Honestly, for me, um... Mark? Hi, guys. I'm oh. at work. Thing, Hi. Did the work? Speaking of men at work. <laughs> Hi, welcome, yeah, welcome to the uh, Girls Podcast. Sweet. <laughs> if everything's good, I'm going to go back to work. Have a good Thank show, you. guys. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Surprise appearance. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of... <laughs> we actually didn't need their help today because none of us had permission to start the recording in the Discord, which is so sad. <laughs> a male's world. <laughs> yeah, this, might, this might need to be cut out, but I do have a quick question because I've been like going okay. off the side to drink water and stuff because I don't want to like get copyrighted. Um, are 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 our videos like us? Is this going to be posted? Okay, so it's just the audio besides the thumbnail. Yeah, so at the moment, we only have, like, audio platforms, so don't worry about anything show on camera. Oh, thank God. And if, like, and if at some point your internet's, like, really shoddy and you need to, like, come off camera and just do audio, that's fine. Okay, We're sweet. All right. Are we recording video, too? No, not, not now. Just okay. audio. We tried cool. the first episode, but the only way we could do it was screen recording and then trying to match it with the audio later, but then the audio versus the screen recording were not synced at all, so we just gave up. Well, if we get yeah. enough traction, we should do like a live stream podcast sometime. Oh, that'd be good. Anyway, yeah. back to the podcast. This is... They were back, Holden. Yeah, um, Holden, cut, <laughs> cut, cut back in three, two, one. Maggie, what's your opinion? Um... 
So honestly, for me, ever since I went to college, it was kind of a culture shock because I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. So like, although feminism was muted in some ways because we can't really be super liberal in Catholic school, there was always like a sense of like, you're going to accomplish great things. Like you got this, you're a strong, powerful woman. And then coming to college and expecting like to be treated the same way as men. And I'm not I'm not saying that all men are like this, but there is sometimes an unintentional preference towards men. And that's a big thing in our industries as well, because a lot of the times our directors are men, our Mm -hmm. producers are men, the people who write shows are men. And I feel like there needs to be more women's voices and media and our opinions as well. Oh, no, I agree. Like, you can definitely tell when something is written by a man because you're just like, this character, this woman character does not make sense. Like, this is not something a woman would say. This is not something a woman would do. And, like, it's always a joke of, oh, all the women have to go to the bathroom at the same time. But it's like, okay, can we can we get some actual good female comedy out there? My favorite examples of that lately is, like, people on TikTok tearing apart the way... I mean, this has been a common theme, like everyone tearing apart how women are written in male's books. And they just talk yes. about, you know, like the shape of her body and just it was perfect, but flawed at the same time. And like just all this stuff, right? And it's like, there ain't no way a single woman wrote this book. And then, Ooh. and then also on TikTok, when they, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's popped up a couple times for me. Where, like, different statues and, like, artworks in general have been, like, clearly made by a man. And you're like, that is the yes. female figure. However, no one's boobs look like that. <laughs> yes! It's specifically, like, this one, like, woman that's her, like, chest ripped open. And, like, her boobs are, like, first off, low and then perky. And I'm like, no offense, that's not what a woman looks like. Right. No. Straight up. No. And then she's got the Disney eyes because, you know, every woman's dodied and we're just like looking for male validation, which is just how the world works. We're <laughs> I just, just oh. adding our eyelashes and we need a big, strong <laughs> man to help us. <laughs> you can't oh, see this, God. but we are batting our eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, like, you could just, like, tell when things are, first off, not only just written by a man, because, like, there are obviously good men out there, and there are men who, like, can't have talked to women and understand, like, mm-hmm. what women are like, but, like, men specifically who clearly have not had um, a female presence in their life, like, they just don't understand any anything about a woman, and then they full on, like you said, write a book. And be like, oh, this woman's body, this and that. And it's like, the only woman's body you have seen is your mother. And I doubt she looked like that, buddy. No Mm -hmm. offense. (laughs) It's it's their own little fantasies of like... And I feel like, you know, this is something... Like I mentioned earlier, my manic pixie dream girl vibes. That is like such... That's a trope I was actually talking to uh, with my friend about recently. Um, And it's like, a lot of men date women that are like indie or like alternative or maybe mentally ill and they have this expectation where they have to make your life more interesting Mm -hmm. and it's i like one of my friends and i were talking and she was like you know i feel like this one guy like 
dump me because I wasn't a manic pixie dream girl. And we were talking, like, we can... A women's purpose is not to make your life more interesting, it's not to serve you. We're here to, like, do our things, and we've struggled long enough, so just listen to us. And a shout-out to our boys for, like, listening to us, even though they interrupted oh, us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, at Mark. Yeah. No, like, that's what I was like, I... <laughs> barged right in you guys good okay i'm gonna go back to work <laughs> okay mark okay mark read general and then you'll be fine but no like the guys in our group absolutely like they're high key um i mean everybody makes mistakes but like they're really listening they're open to what we have to say especially when the most controversial thing just happened um you know bro vive got overturned and that day i just kind of went into our group chat and i was like hey like understandable that like there's only three women in this group but i feel like we should say something like even if our platform has what 20 listeners per episode we should at least make a statement because i know everybody in our group like supports women supports whatever choice they make and i was actually surprised by the immediate response of like oh yeah do it do it absolutely just yeah. go off do that and it was like there was no like oh maybe we should take it down let's tone it down let's not like lose anybody no we just do it my thing with that, too, is, like, it's unfortunate fact that, you know, just the way that our government is set up, that it's catered towards men, it's just, it's just mm-hmm. the freaking reality. As much as I wish that wasn't true, it just is. And, like, in situations like this, while obviously it's going to be women the most who are, like, crying out and outraged about what is happening, and, like, I can understand how it might be easy for a guy to be like, okay, I'm just going to sit back, like, this is not my issue, is 100% your issue. Like, you need to also be raising your voice and you need to be speaking out because clearly your voice is more valued than ours is. And I feel like so many times... Yeah, like, I just feel like... I don't know. Like, you see people posting on social media and obviously, like, you can argue that's just performative activism, whatever. But at the same time, it's nice to see support even as, like, little as it may be, you know, just that little thing... And I feel like there were so many people I was just, like, disappointed that, you know, I expected to speak up about this and I expected to, like, try to rally people together and, like, talk about the importance of it or just, you know, share news, whatever. And they just, like, stayed quiet on this issue when they are quick to pick up any other issue. And it's just like, man, I don't know. It just kind of stinks to see that when it doesn't affect them as much, they're not concerned, you know? It's like, you should be looking for your fellow human. But that's just my little rant. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, it's also just kind of like, I saw this circulating around the internet a lot. If he didn't check in on you, ladies, when it got overturned, dump him. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to, they would. So let's put that out there. Yeah. Like, the people who were ignoring you that day or clearly were watching your stories and then didn't put anything on theirs like i don't care if it's performative activism i still want to see that you support me so the fact that they would watch it and then you know would post basketball pictures yeah um if they wanted to they would so give it up okay full on crazy man this is well that's Oh, go ahead. (laughs) yeah this is circling back a little bit to the manic pixie dream girl comments um, I was just gonna say to that, like, I feel like there's so many people 
just no matter like who it is that you know if you don't fit a particular vibe they just like won't even be your friend and that is so crazy to me like I don't know I I don't even know where I'm going with this but like the point being (laughs) like it just drives me crazy that so many people are selective on that kind of thing where it's like oh Mm -hmm. if you don't fit exactly my all indie vibe you can't be my friend and it's like that just drives me up the wall because like I don't know I just it infuriates me (laughs) yeah like the people who are like go 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 we're partying every weekend and if you were to be like oh you know I'm like taking a step back like there are some people that really look at you and be like hmm I don't Mm. know if I want to hang out with you anymore you're kind of a buzzkill it's like bro I can't do it this every weekend like no yeah. offense, but everyone has to have their me time. Clearly, you don't, but I do. Like yeah. I have a social recharge that I need to do, yeah. and I need to lock myself away. I feel mm. like there's a little bit of that on both sides because I like mm-hmm. I've I've experienced a a wide variety of different people from like the super social people that want to go out all the time, and then the people that are really reserved. And there's like. You know, if you're in the middle, you get hate on each side. Like, you don't want to go out this weekend? Or why are you being so irresponsible? And it's just like, you know, at our age, we're young people and we're making our own decisions and we're going to make our own mistakes. But don't shame someone for making a mistake or making a choice that you don't want to make because at the end of the day, you can't control other people. And swinging back to the government, you can't control women if you're a man. <laughs> T. I mean, it's the just like... Theme. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, everybody wants to hate on women for, you know, they should have known better. Hello, mistakes happen. There's a statistical probability that I will literally die in two seconds. Like, uh, me and my multiverse theory, like, I every second, I die in every single way. So, like, to be honest, there's a probability for everything. So if, I mean, they could have done the most precautions and still got pregnant. So like, don't, don't just be like, oh, you should live up with your own. That's a consequence. No, consequence is like, hey, you spilled your tea. Can you wipe it up? That's not a con. Mm-hmm. Like having a baby is not a consequence. If you took precautions, like end of story. Yeah, it's also these states that are clearly ignoring huge issues, like Robin <laughs> and I's home state. Yeah. Um, there are no you exceptions know, for anything. <laughs> well, when you're when you're the lowest on the list for like oh healthcare in general, um, how about education? If the lowest on the list for you know just even infrastructure, roads, bridges, like everything's falling apart. Do you really think this is the issue we should be focused on i don't know i mean i think there's a lot of other social networks that could have been fixed before working on that like that seemed like the cherry on top when you didn't have any scoops of ice cream in the bowl yet no i woke up the day bro versus Wade got overturned and i immediately had like i had the news thing that it got overturned and then i saw that Mm -hmm. missouri was like the first or it was maybe, the first. Yeah. It was the first yeah, it was the first state that responded to all of this. And mm-hmm. I was just like I was kind of holding on to that little bit of like, oh, it ain't so bad here. And then I was like, <laughs> Oh, it's yeah, no. really bad here. I don't know. It's just like, bro, you did it literally minutes afterwards. Did you have nothing else to do? Were you sitting on your desk, like pin in hand, just like watching the tv like i i I can't fathom just how quickly that response was like it's 
it's mind blowing. My like biggest fear right now is like obviously this in itself is horrible, but like I'm about what kind of dumb effect it'll have, and just mm-hmm. like you know that one judge was mentioning a whole bunch of other different cases that deal with you know some very important issues and they're like oh maybe we should be questioning these and it's like dog you have done so much damage in a week and a half alone (laughs) like can we just breathe (laughs) right can we just take a moment can we take a moment and think about our choices and the consequences they will have and just like in relation to (laughs) women's health care again like i don't know people (laughs) There's a bunch of people, like, trying to push for, like, you know, no kind of birth control at all. And oh, yeah. it's like, you, one, don't want people to be able to get access to safe abortions. And then, two, want to take, like, take away the measures in place to prevent unwanted pregnancies. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, Literally, yeah. this is the handmaid's tale. This is the handmaid's tale. <laughs> It really is. It really is. It's also mm-hmm. the fact that a lot of like birth controls and medications that women take are not solely for preventing pregnancies. There's people that yeah. have like endometriosis or hormonal mm-hmm. imbalances or have really bad acne. Like mm-hmm. and it's just something that you want to take all of these you want to take like procedures away that number one don't even have to do with like terminating a child mm-hmm. or that's how we're going to view it. It helps people in the situations when there's the when there is the moment when they unfortunately do lose a child that it wasn't planned that they were going to lose it and they can't safely get rid of the tissues that are inside them. And then we're also going to possibly move towards taking away medications that some people literally need so they're not in physical pain every day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, I um I have a few different friends who have endometriosis and just like they were sharing about how that affects not only like now but in the future because they literally there's so much possibility for them to have a pregnancy go wrong and if they're not mm-hmm. able to like safely, you know, get like <laughs> if they're not safely able to get rid of that pregnancy their whole like their life is in risk it's like right. not a question it is a fact and like you were saying with the birth birth control it's not always about birth control like i personally am on a form of birth control and it's not because you know i'm out being crazy it's literally because i have a health condition where i used to faint like every week and now it's going away because of that birth control. And honestly, like that is a form of independence that I am so thankful to have because of that. And if that was taken away from me, I would be genuinely devastated because I hate the thought of not feeling independent again because I'm worried about passing out every other day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, so. absolutely. I mean, this even affects IVF treatment. So like when people like are wanting to get pregnant and they fertilize these eggs right so the doctors will probably fertilize 10 eggs at a time and then they will test them for genetic defects so that when a couple um chooses the eggs they're gonna be like oh we don't want those eggs because they have genetic defects we'll choose out of these five but i was really talking to um a nurse who works in this industry and she was already talking about well if the government's gonna say that it, it starts at conception well all of these fertilized eggs the woman either has to go through with every single one of those fertilized egg pregnancies 
or because we can't throw them away anymore. And or they just don't go through IVF because if you're throwing away, that's technically you're getting rid um, of fertilize a baby. It's technically an abortion now. So it's just it affects industries in such a weird way. And I don't think like politicians will even like do research properly on any of this. Yeah, no, I actually related to that. I saw a politician. I really can't remember who off the top of my head. I read it really quickly at like 1 a.m. <laughs> But he was basically saying, there's like a quote of him saying like, oh, you know, that's different because the lab isn't the same as it being in a woman's body. And someone, you know, was sharing that and they're like, this is literally how it is about controlling women. Like it is point blank period laid out for you there. And you still want to argue that it's not that, but that's clearly the case. They just want to have more control over us. And And that makes me so mad. (laughs) And now that, like, these procedures in a majority of states are becoming illegal, there's prison time if you get caught Mm -hmm. doing this unsafely. Mm -hmm. Which means women become felons, or people who have children become felons, which means that they're not allowed to vote. So it's, in a way, if you think about all of the consequences this adds, it's literally silencing women, or people Mm -hmm. who are able to carry a child. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, this was um, <laughs> a disheartening point of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we, we... Let's 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 go something um, happier. <laughs> yeah. We just had to get that um, off, our, off our chest. Yeah. We, we've yeah. been waiting for this moment so we can just, like, yeah. spew out. Because, I mean, we normally record our podcast on a Friday. And so mm-hmm. last when you our last episode dropped, you're supposed to record this episode, which was a whole week since the overturn. And so we've been we've been waiting. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. So now that we have cleared the chest, cleared the air. I mean, not really cleared the air. We're still angry. Stay angry. Yeah. I think that's the message. Don't get complacent. Stay angry. Yes. Um as a what? wise friend of Elizabeth and I's once said Die, cry, hate. Um, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> absolutely. You know, yeah, fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk about, I think, something that would... That's a little fun. Um, so we were talking about how uh, we have, like... Let's talk about... Oh, my gosh. If I can get this out, I am stumbling over <laughs> my words today. Sorry to our listeners. Um, let's talk about what our dream careers would be. And to be fair... I'm going to take this a little fun because I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. Um, I My dream career, technically, it, it'll never happen, um, would be to be directing that Barbie movie that's about to come out. Um, yes! I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Everything, yes. every, every set picture, every set like video, I'm like hooked. I eat that shit up. That is my dream. Let me just say, respectfully, Margot Robbie, if you're ever interested, call me up. That's all I gotta say. Um, That's all I gotta say. Margot Robbie. And Zendaya. Margot Robbie. She, Margot Robbie was just my, was, was an awakening for me to realize that I indeed do like women. (laughs) Um, Because I saw like the Harley Quinn designs and I was like, "Mm." I really mm-hmm. want to be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that's one school. way to put it. 
<laughs> high school passionate ally to realization pipeline. Not gay, but if I was, <laughs> it's like a straight shot. But there's like a there's a slowdown in the middle, and then it's like gay. <laughs> straight yeah, speed straight off. Gay. Oh my gosh! But I'm like, I keep seeing photos of her in that goddamn cowboy outfit with what no. Ryan Gosling. I I'm like. I don't even care. People are like, Ryan Gosling's too old for this. I don't care. I do not I care. care. He is if, my kid. I'll take that blonde-headed boy. If I was much taller, I wish, I, like, I could pull <laughs> out that outfit, but I'm out here 5'2". It's not gonna happen, but apparently a lot of people in LA, since this movie's coming out and they're filming it, people have been like, spotting like all these like hot pink outfits mm. so people are now getting inspired by the barbie movie to wear hot pink and i'm going to As la in the fall. Ooh, I'm going yeah. to LA in the fall for the hollywood semester and i just kind of want to go buy a bunch of hot pink clothes please um, please do <laughs> if i if i ever dress up in cowboy core, just know it's not in a straight way. Okay, that's all I have to say. <laughs> You're like, this is Fair this is gay. <laughs> this is gay. Yes. This movie is for the girls and the gays only. I better not see yes. any men or homophobes in that building at all. Like this movie no. theater is gonna be all of us in our girly pink cowboy outfits, and I don't mm-hmm. care. On the way, I'll be listening to um my favorite category of country music, which is angry woman mad at boyfriend who is out with the vengeance. Yeah, yeah. Um, take my key and then scratch his car up. Yeah. Let's poke some holes yeah. in those tires. Absolutely. That is like the Absolutely. only like country I can really stand is woman yeah. is mad and she's getting her revenge. Absolutely. And you know what? As she fucking should. <laughs> Absolutely. As she Absolutely. should. Get yeah. that bag, sis. Like, and you're right, you she know, can't take a straight shot, so cut his car. Yeah, you know, I can I can drink my fl- fruity little drink. I can drink some whiskey. I'm down for anything, you know? We're just rolling with the punches, <laughs> and we're giving the punches. So, you know, yes. it's a good day to be... Yes. It's a good day to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think part of it, too... Uh, growing up in the Midwest and by a bunch of farms, you can't help but have just the the slightest bit of soft side for country core vibes, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. I I was a horse girl, okay, growing up, so I understand. Listen, <laughs> I read too many horse books, and you know, it's embarrassing, but... <laughs> you read the horse books? <laughs> Yes. Listen, yes. I just collected the little horse figurines and I would play with those. I didn't think there would be actual yes. horse books, bro. We're talking about horses? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Talking about yeah, so horse growing girls. up in the Midwest. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so <laughs> go ahead, Maggie. I I was not really much of a horse girl, but I watched wow. two I watched two horse shows so i don't know if that does make me a horse girl because like it i depends. don't identify i watched the show what they were the saddle club mm. and Ooh, that's pretty horse girl horse those, are pretty, <laughs> those are pretty horse girl vibes right there okay yeah. Listen, we, there is no choice when you grew up in our time frame yeah. you like had to come and like encounter with these different things of media and it was all about horses i don't know what the craze was but it does not matter like what media it was you had something horse in your life 
Yes. I had like the Black Big Beauty movies. Mm. Big yes. City Girl goes to the country. Big City yes. Girl goes to the country and she tames the wild horse. And she decides oh, that wow. she doesn't need this city anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. I, I uh, like I was saying, I've read some horse books when I was younger. I can't remember what they are now, but they're generally of that variety of what Maggie just said. <laughs> and then um, I think what really got the ball rolling is I watched Spirit. And yes! you know, it was all yes. downhill from there. Every, yes. time, every time I see two horses, you know, that look like Rain and Spirit, I'm just like, yes. That, okay. That, yeah. <laughs> but for a while, Spirit was coming back on TikTok. And I'm ashamed of my TikTok side because everybody wanted to fuck that horse. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I fucked that horse. They oh, remade Spirit. Bro. They did. And it was I horrible. I, I haven't didn't seen need to touch it because I was against it. didn't need to touch it. it. It's because they, they added the horse girls into the Spirit show. So, like, why did you do that? Literally, Spirit so alone. The whole point of Spirit is that he is untamed. Exactly. Yes. Literally, yes. the whole plot of the movie they destroyed, and um, I'm furious because I watched <laughs> that movie so many times growing up, and they ruined it, and I'm pissed. And I literally haven't even like watched it or anything, but like I can just tell just that they know. ruined it. I just yeah, know. I just know in my heart that it's it's yeah. it's wrong. <laughs> it's not yeah. right at all. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man, I hate to be one of those old people that are like, oh, they ruined it, these new kids. <laughs> but they did. <laughs> but they did. But they did. But they did. Like oh. we can all we can all look at this and say this this was ruined. Like at yeah. some point, you know, there's some things from our childhood that you just can't ruin. Like you can't mm. ruin minions. Minions has just always been ruined. It's always been bad. <laughs> you can't ruin like oh. well, I guess you did ruin mobile app games because they're all horrible now. But still. Yeah. Can I just say though, um there has been a resurgence of minions that new movie that came out and oh there's gosh, a lot of it's people, insane well there's been a lot of people who have been like oh i've loved minions this entire time and i'm like no. one why would you out yourself like that that is so embarrassing they're so lying embarrassing. they're two, lying <laughs> yeah two <laughs> even if a new movie came out which obviously it did um you shouldn't even like them now. I'm sorry, but no. there's been too many cringy mom Facebook posts that include minions that I can just never look at them the same. The minions and the wine. Why did those two things become like one? Like I, yeah. I understand wine millennial moms, and then I mm-hmm. like I had I had an understanding of minion moms. So like there was an understanding yeah. of both of those. But as soon as they combined and they were yeah. like, mm, why not Tuesday night? And it was a minion with a glass of wine. I'm lost. I don't know why they combined. Yeah. I don't get it it's either. A, no. It's a Venn diagram that unfortunately <laughs> overlaps. And you just got to hope that that overlap is as small as humanly possible. It's wine o'clock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you ever see me saying that, know that it's a cry for help, okay? I need you to take me down. <laughs> Write that down, everyone. If she yeah. says it's nine o'clock, it's over. You need to you need to call in for a wellness check on me. <laughs> like Bad she's stuff. she's too far gone at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh but with this minions movie, like people are full on dressing up in suits. 
and taking bananas and like full on like buying this theater out going crazy like this is not like Avengers Endgame crazy where like we're cheering when a character comes on screen no this is people like getting up and screaming for the mm-hmm. Minions movie so many cops so oh, many cops have come in to these movie theaters yes. and kicked people out what? Like, I have not yeah, seen that. Yeah, you've seen this? Someone threw like <laughs> no. a banana at the movie screen and stained oh the movie God. screen with a banana. Like, okay. th- they've gone off the rails. If you're going to sneak mo- uh, food into a movie theater, why the hell would you make it a banana? I'm sorry. No, <laughs> what? I I don't get it. In a hypothetical situation of sneaking food into a movie theater, because I have, I've totally not done that, because that's that's against the rules, right? Right, yeah. As a past um, movie theater employee, yeah, definitely didn't yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, you totally don't bring, like, a mini backpack um, and shove it with, like, nerds and sour punch straws and, like... See, this is where, Never like, my, my... This is where my skills come in handy, okay? I have done Taco Bell. I have gone to a Chinese buffet, brought Ziploc bags... Hypothetically, right? And Snuck- oh yeah, this is all hypothetical, okay? I, I'm speaking as if another character, okay? You can't sue me. You don't even know what theater I went to. You can't Straight sue up, me. Yeah. Um, I filled the Chinese buffet in two Ziploc bags and then stuffed it on my person. I mean, like, in the bra, in the shorts pocket, in the hoodie pocket. Like, you always gotta wear a hoodie. Because then it's like, mm-hmm. you can't... You- There's nothing under here. I'm just lumpy, is what you say. Mm-hmm. I'm just lumpy. And it works every single time. And it keeps and it keeps warm because you know you're hot, so it's like mm, a nice warm breeze coming out of my bra. I just always bring like I always bring a big purse with me. And I don't really carry like the only purse I carry around is like the purse that I use as a backpack for school. Mm. And sometimes mm. that comes with me to the movie theater. Because you know, I'm mm-hmm. one. I'm just a feminine person. I got my you're just, and my woman. You're work- totally yeah. not food. You're a working yeah. woman. You know, you're coming straight from the workplace and you don't want to leave your uh, back in your car. There's nothing snuck in there at all. Straight from the UTV. Nothing. Yeah, nothing straight from the UTV. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, a few things, actually. One, with the backpack, you just put tampons on top. They are not going to dig through it. If they have a bottle, you're like, oh, can I look in your bag? That's as far as they're going to look. They're just going to see that and no, be like, okay, like, go. You're fine. And two, 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 wear a sweatshirt, tuck it in, and then just fill up that whole thing. You just look a little okay. And then you know you get in the movie theater. Or you're sneaking. I'm lumpy. Or you um or you wear a blanket hoodie because those things have like giant ass pockets Uh in them. Yeah, they do. do. (laughs) My 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 best yeah. My best hypothetical, obviously, uh, sneaking in of food. Um, so it was Lollapalooza 2019, question mark. And um, I was wearing, you know, my little shorts and a crop top. And unfortunately, I do not have uh, the storage compartments up top like, like other women may have. <laughs> but somehow, hypothetically, I managed to sneak in some granola bars. I don't even remember where I, like, tucked them in. I think in, like, the waistband of my shorts, hypothetically. Hmm. And um, 
they literally pat like they pat you down when you walk into Lala because they're expecting you to sneak in like drugs and craziness. Right. And I'm Absolutely. Like, no, ma'am. I just want my granola bar. Thank you. <laughs> I went to Riot Fest and they didn't even they like made sure I didn't have a bomb in my bag. But yeah. like that's fair. They didn't I had Cheetos <laughs> in there, like water, like they didn't care. But like there See? was there was there was a lot of people that did yeah that brought like whole ass like paraphernalia yeah. into this festival and i'm just like how <laughs> see lala i okay lala is crazy on a whole for a whole lot of reasons but when they check you going in it is like military like level tech basically they were going like through my bag and like pressing on my bag to see if anything felt weird and I had one of those like backpacking bags, like a little little day trip bag. And there was like a little tab that was sewn into the, like the actual fabric. And so there was like a little like hard plastic spot, but it's not something that you could actually access because it was like I don't I don't even know. I don't even know. But point it's being, like part of the structure of the bag. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, I swear to God, was yelling at me, like, what is this? It's like, what are you trying to do? And this is when I was 18 years old. And people tell me I look innocent now. I looked even more innocent at 18 years old. Right. I had not had a single sip of alcohol. Like, I am very much not the type to try to do anything. And I was, like, about to cry in this security line of Lollapalooza. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Just let me in. <laughs> Bro, I don't know. <laughs> Oh god, it was horrible. Traumatizing, obviously. Oh <laughs> I would have literally cried. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I definitely yeah, would have just bawled my eyes out. Yeah, this giant man screaming 18-year-old clearly is not trying to go make a deal in Lollapalooza. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Don't you know you're a drug mule? Right. In the oh, eyes of every security guard, you're a drug mule. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good stuff. Bro. Well, this was um Ooh. away from my dream job. Yeah. Um, so let me let me pass it to you guys. What would be your dream job? I guess now past or present, if you could and like whatever you wanted to do. I got like a bunch. Um so like I used to be like a musician. I I still kind of am. I just haven't do, been doing it a lot. Um, but I was like a hardcore, like strictly practiced everyday drummer for a really long time. So I've always just kind of wanted to be like a rock star in a way. Like I've always just kind of wanted to just like play drums or like sing and have a bunch of like teenagers like scream at me because like i because that's what i did when i was a teenager and i just i want to i want to be what um like high school maggie thinks is cool so that's why i look the way that i do um <laughs> i mean fair you know fair and then yeah. like a more more like realistically uh i've been interested in like being a music supervisor for film for like movies like choosing like soundtracks and working with composers to like have them make music that would work with like a scene um and then like all time goal if we were if we're talking about film i want to make a tv show about my college experience kind of like euphoria but not mm, as graphic okay. 
but <laughs> I, I, college for me has been really traumatic. Like for most people, I don't know for most people because I feel like we all just kind of fake being happy a lot of the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like the little like the whole like all these college movies are everyone partying and having a great time, but that's not what it's like for majority of people. It is a constant identity crisis and constant breakdowns and not being good enough or being too good at something and being too good for people mm-hmm. or too bad for people. And I feel like a realistic interpretation of a Midwestern college experience would be great. And I've been like taking my little notes on it and doing my little timelines of my own experiences. Um, that's that's like that's kind of my all all time goal for right now. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I I know on the faking to be happy thing, that is the worst, most toxic part of college. And I think Mm -hmm. probably just of life in general. But it's just so amplified in college because it's just a constant assault on you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like when professors go like, hey, how are you guys doing? It's still like I can't tell you. <laughs> like no, I can't. I can't. If I and I, I've had experiences like that, not 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 outing any any people here, but like I've had experiences in college where I have not been doing well, and I've had professors that have been like supportive, um, and then that support magically was taken away um, when they just didn't care anymore. Um, so it's just a lot of people for like whether it's peers or adults, your employer or whatever, when you're a young adult, there is this expectation of, you don't know how hard life is yet. But it's just like, you you were once our age. You know how, like, getting a C on your COM 100 class is, is, like, is the end of the world, you know, at that Mm -hmm. moment. Or... Not like, they always try to like downplay it, but at the yeah. end of the day, it's like for me in this moment, this is huge. Like yeah. I'm so yeah. like this is this is huge for me. You can't yeah. tell me you didn't get ditched by your friends at a frat party when you were in college or something and cried about it. Like right. you know, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is that it doesn't take you being a certain age uh, for people to be shitty to you. That's just a fact of life. True. True. I've had a lot of things that have taken me a lot of time to recover from. And the worst part about it in college is that, like, you know that your professors are, like, mandated reporters or whatever. And there's been so many issues that I just haven't even discussed because I know that if I were to say anything, it'd be more trouble than it's worth. And I don't, I didn't have time for it, genuinely. Mm-hmm. Or if you do, if you are honest and being like, you're, st- I'm struggling right now, it's like, Please, here attached is the counseling phone numbers. There are people yeah. you can talk to, and it's just like, don't, don't even, I don't want to hear it. I, I know. <laughs> and the thing My is, too, like, trying like, that. yeah, the counseling, I never even tried to make an appointment on campus because I kept hearing people say either, one, it wasn't helpful, or two, it was, like, scheduled four months out, basically. And I'm like, well, that's the oh, whole yeah. semester. So I <laughs> am not gonna note on anything because I am still a student at Bradley. Yeah. But I can say your opinions are valid. Yeah. <laughs> hypothetically, not totally. Yeah, hypothetically, if I were in that situation, valid. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
So everybody's feelings are valid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, everyone's feelings are valid, but maybe that's more valid in this moment. (laughs) 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 Oh, so so back to topic here. Yeah, (laughs) because we we do seem to be getting on some tangents, which are pretty (laughs) wild. (laughs) Yeah, but I'd say okay. My problem in life is that I don't like making choices. I, mm. uh, when people ask me my favorite anything, I have an identity crisis because I like everything. Yes, and yes. Except for things that I very much hate. That's like I either love everything, and then there's like a small list of things I just despise. Right, <laughs> and Absolutely. so you know, yeah. But I would say, like career-wise. You know, my goals are pretty constantly like shifting, but like my Mm -hmm. most consistent thing lately is just trying to continue to find a way to hone in on like my business and creative side because I, I just, I love being creative. I love just, you know, being able to take all these ideas I get and just try to see them through. But Mm -hmm. I'd say the most challenging part of that is that I know it can be hard to actually like make a living sometimes with that which sucks and I wish that was the case so that's why I really am enjoying marketing in particular just because I feel like I'm able to still take that creative side of me and apply it in Mm -hmm. a way that I know like will bring results and like all that good stuff and like part of me kind of mourns that I didn't push more for like my video production stuff um, and you know, there's a little bit of Bradley misleading me in that, and you know, mm-hmm. all that good stuff, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so I'd say right now, my goal would just to be to get to a spot where I'm in charge of like the creative aspects of marketing because I, um, I have a lot of ideas. That's the problem is I always have a lot of ideas. <laughs> and so when it comes to like an organization, I want to try to see how I can like just oversee projects in general and have input on the creative development side. But also I love planning things out and laying out plans um, just in general for like how to put that idea into motion. And so that's why I really enjoyed like I was media director for Bradley Hockey and I really enjoyed that because I was still able to do my creative stuff with photography, with creating different social media posts, with like overseeing video stuff, but I was still able to like lay out plans and like lead the media team itself, you know? Right. So whatever that may look like for me, I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure what that role looks like for me or whatever, but um, yeah, I definitely want to be in a space where creativity is cherished rather than just being like, oh, these artistic types are just like pains in the ass, you know, because I feel like that's so often the case with like real businessy frat boy types, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, just trying yeah. to find like the right company that actually cherishes that. And then, you know, maybe one day down the line trying to find a way into like film or all that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. If I get at. successful, I'll give you a call. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. We ladies got each other. Yeah, I'll yeah. call all y'all. You'll call yeah. all, you'll, all of you call me. Got it. <laughs> right on. The thing is, too, that really sucks is that, like, I really, I do love, you know, the opportunity I have with my job right now. But, like, 
just like the the film nerd in me whenever i'm watching a movie i'm just like analyzing everything and just thinking yes. of ways that i would lay out the shots differently and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then like i hear a song on the radio and i'm like thinking through like oh if i was like making a movie this is like how i would montage out this song and like oh that would be great for this part of the movie. And i'm like oh my God. i literally like i'm such a film nerd and it kind of sucks because i'm like man i just there's a lot of confusion on where I want to go with that. I but, get you know, those, oh, yeah. I get those moments when you're like driving in central mm-hmm. Illinois in the middle of nowhere because you're bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, your mind has to fill it in for you. And um, <laughs> and um, sorry, my mom was trying to ask me something, but I was trying to stay on my point. Um, <laughs> And you're like driving in your car and in in the Midwest in the middle of nowhere and the sun's going down and it's a little bit snowy and you're listening to mm-hmm. a song and you're like, this is a movie. <laughs> yes. My so most recent example of that for me, um, I was with some family at this like small town firework thing, right? Which there's I don't really support fireworks themselves because a whole myriad of issues, but whatever. I was there. It happened. Um, And there was like this like pageant thing or something. And it was like the candle queen. I don't know. Basically this small town. Okay. Let me walk you through it. Let me walk you through it. Yeah. yeah, So this small town every year holds this like candle ceremony. Right. And so they have this little like springs that like come out of this cave in like a hill and it goes through like this little winding path right and over the winding Mm -hmm. path they lay out these wooden structures and they cover them with candles and when the sun goes down they light all these candles stay with me stay with me they light all these candles candles, and then like they after all that they um have like this candle queen right they like they choose a candle queen and i'm like what the hell is happening one and two just the whole visuals of this like little stream creek thing looking like it's lit on fire from all these candles oh yeah and then this like giant stage surrounded by trees and like there's these purple and blue lights shining up on the trees and this woman's like you know got this big barbie smile on and is reading all these names and oh, you know, Cindy Lou and, like, all the wonderful things that Cindy Lou does. And just, like, just something about it was so creepy. And, like, I'm like, this is the start of a small-town horror. And I literally Are you sure? Are you sure you did not drive through a cult? Like, I'm I'm sorry. It sounds like you drove through, like, an absolute cult village. Yeah, I'm literally sitting there the whole time, and I am, like, storyboarding out to my family. I'm like, okay. Listen up. Small town horror movie. We start with the scene of like all these candles and then one by one they're getting lit. And like, you know, I'm just like talking through like Can this you whole just, life. Can uh, you tell she majored in engineering? No, I'm just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. No major. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. a capital and S so, and like, M. I, yeah. This whole night I'm just like thinking up like how I would have this film concept go through. And I'm like, honestly, if I had the means to execute, I would absolutely be making that movie oh. because oh yeah yeah i'd like this whole you know, story a hundred thousand dollars 
Yeah, yeah. If you that's the thing. I would feel, yeah. Like, you have to have the resources, the money, the people willing mm-hmm. to act. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like, back, back to the little cult logic yeah. of all this, I feel like a lot of people don't understand how, um, okay, well, to any of my relatives listening to this podcast, <laughs> I know you are all very disappointed in me right now, oh. and you're going to get even more disappointed, so I would suggest that you end this. Um, so as I mentioned- yeah, drop out now. As I mentioned to all of you, I went to a private Catholic all-girls high school, and a lot of, like, these ceremonies we had had to do Mm -hmm. with, like, lighting candles and singing in circles. Mm -hmm. And um, I promise you, I, like, I just, I kind of felt like I was in a cult. Like, there was this thing we would do once a year. um, So the freshmen and sophomores would do. So you would have, you'd be a little sister your freshman year, maybe a big sister your sophomore year. Kind of like sororities. I'd say this is something Um, very sorority core. (laughs) And we would have this like little like like event on like a Friday night once a year. And it would be like this lock-in and we would basically do all these sleepover activities. And then we would have, we'd all go and there was a pond in front of my school. Oh God. And all of this, we would sit around the pond holding real candles, real candles. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> are you the second person to be in a cult <laughs> in this episode? <laughs> and then when I got inducted into my high school's, like, I don't know. I don't know. Inducted into my high school, we stood around the gym in a circle and we would Bro. sing our school song holding candles. And I want to say that this was miserable because they had these like <gasps> they were like they were like straight candles, like those like like ones that you would see at like like in the Beauty of the Beast, those type types of candles. And we would be holding them and they gave us these like cardboard things that you put around the candle so the wax would fall into them but that Mm -hmm. didn't really work they never do of course not of course not (laughs) so religion is a cult um Mm -hmm. period (laughs) if it works for you it works for you but yeah the candles as soon as you break out the candles i'm automatically assuming you're in a cult and that's that's just that Especially standing in a circle around a lake, burning yeah, candles. I'm sorry, you're like, something. My my like, high school if was. If you had candles around your house, that's one thing. However, as soon as you're holding a candle with someone else who is also holding a candle, cult. My high school cult. was also in a residential area, so like there was just this, like there's a couple acres of our property, and then there was houses like. And neighborhoods all around us. So I bet oh. people that like lived across the street once a year just see like a hundred like girls standing around a pond holding candles and singing. Could, and you, could you imagine like not having children in that area and then you just know that once a year this happens and you're just like, I'm locking myself in my house because I don't know who's doing this and it's freaking me out. <laughs> Do you imagine? Um, imagine being new to the area and like it's your first week there and you open up yeah. the windows at nighttime and you just see that across the street. 
I <laughs> gone. Moving, I want to add to this story. Again. Oh I got more God. to add to the story. So, like the second year I did this, I was more. like a big sister or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there happened to be a wasp's nest that was that had fallen out of the tree out of a tree, but the wasps Babe. were still in it. Someone Babe. stepped on it, and we all started getting <laughs> stung. So we're in the middle of singing, and everyone's like getting stung. And like this was like a sleepover themed event, so we're wearing like pajamas and stuff. And girls are like, like they had like onesies on and like tank tops and like gym shorts under it and girls are like throwing their onesies off screaming and crying miserable miserable we went from from summoning circle to human sacrifice like y'all are are crazy (laughs) we had um rue from hunger games moment but all of us oh Oh my gosh don't break up up, bro (laughs) don't break up um okay so i'm going to introduce a section um i'm gonna call this uh professor's remarks because i think that's funny Mm -hmm. and it's basically we're gonna do any callbacks or notes um from previous episodes so first off we kind of had a little voting um and i think we've decided to call our listeners homies and if i'm wrong please correct me but you guys are now our homies Welcome in to C's Got Degrees fam. Hello, homies. homies. (laughs) Also, I would like to clarify, last episode, Mark got mad at me because I told him he needs to stop calling you guys audio listeners. And that is because we don't have video. And so putting (laughs) audio doesn't mean anything if there's not another (laughs) platform to do it. So, Mark, like, that was was the whole point. So, if, like, if you're wondering why... I guess people, in a way, are watching because Mark has uploaded some of our episodes to his own YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. That's right, but isn't it just like the picture the whole time? It's just, yeah, it's just the picture. So technically, so, you're still listening to audio, but you're watching. Yeah. You're watching the thumbnail. <laughs> can you uh. can you imagine sitting there watching the thumbnail for the whole hour? I just, I, just I, I want to point that out. That's a little creepy. <laughs> I just I want to think about the last episode and the photoshopped lads. Lad, um, what was? That last what? episode. What? <laughs> um, I would like to say the person who created that one quiz. Um, yes, I am in a relationship. I did not come up with that, and I had nothing to do that, and I do not claim <laughs> that energy. No, oh, that, the smut fan fiction quiz. That was a thing. I'm sorry, yeah, Elizabeth. Funny, I don't know if you myself. listened to the episode yet. Yeah, um, not to, I myself so, haven't listened yet. So what? <laughs> um, here's a, uh, so at the end of the episode, they did the wheel topics, right? And huh. the the game that was played was our good old friend Ryan um would read smut fan fiction tags, and everyone had to guess what fandom the fan fiction was from. Um, which to be honest mm. was frankly hilarious. Like I was like yeah. crying laughing. But god damn it. Like I, if my grandma listens to that episode, I'm I'm done for. <laughs> um, I would like to say one thing. I want some backstory on that. So Ryan like came Please? up with this idea and told me about it. And I was like, you do you. Funny. <laughs> I think it's funny, but you do you. And he was like, Well, I found this website called Archive of Our Own. Oh, and I was just uh-huh. like, I, I was just like, 
I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, have you heard of it? And I was like, I was was a person who was into K-pop and anime in high school. So, of course, I frequented that website. And Ryan's like, you've heard of it, haven't you? And I was like, I wrote fan fiction at one point. Um, I'm not not saying anything more. And this man's was like, is your fan fiction? Is your fan fiction on this website? And I'm like, uh, I have to end this conversation. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stop here. No, it kind of pissed me out because he was like, I found this website as if us girlies haven't been there when it was founded. Okay, we were Listen, there. Babe, we've been there from ride. the start. He was, we've been he there was like, every time they ask for money. We were there. He was <laughs> like, this really weird website exists, and I was like, weird. Fuck you. No, it's not like it. <laughs> my ten-year-old Percy Jackson mind. Fuck you. Yes. We battled through the what trenches to find the pieces of gold in yeah. that website. In, I mean, not to out myself, but the shitty writing of Wattpad. Okay, <laughs> we really got to dig for gold there. Okay, and Wattpad is in our time. I'm I mean, sorry, even what? Deviant Art had fan fiction. Okay, Wattpad. <laughs> like, like, honestly, I, I'm gonna say, Archive of Our Own has like the best fan fictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's fair. Absolutely. Or like the actual fan fiction website that exists. Um, Yeah, I mean, going with the outing ourselves theme that we have been clearly doing, my first, (laughs) um, (laughs) literally my first introduction to fan fiction was Percy Jackson series, the second one, The Heroes of Olympus, right? And after the first book came out, I was looking to see if there was anything about the second book. And then I actually stumbled upon fan fiction, read it. Thought it was the second book. Thought it was like the intro of the second oh. book. And I was hooked. And then I kept finding other people's who had the exact same name. And I was like, hmm. I'm, <laughs> I was just, like I'm not outing myself on this stuff that I read oh, because I, I was into anime. And the, I mean, I was into a really <laughs> weird anime fandom that we're just not going to talk about. Um, Is it the one that I, I uh, slid up on? No. That's no, that's okay. a that's kind of a normal one. Oran High School Host Club's a normal one. I never read Oran fan fiction because I watched that show like like ten years after it came out. So, no. um, but hot girls read fan fiction. Yeah, that's why Absolutely. the boys need to watch themselves. Okay, the, listen, that is a listen. normal thing. You need the boys. I, I the boys need. To- the boys need to do some reading and do some research, yes. okay? That's all I gotta say. Yes. Like, I just, you know, find yourself a pairing, okay? And go I with it. I wanna say I avoided, I did not listen to the last episode because of this, because I am afraid. I'm just gonna say, Ryan, if you're yeah, listening and you made fun of people that were on that website, just know that your hot-ass girlfriend started off there. <laughs> we all started there, okay? We're <laughs> I think every uh, I'm I'm not, I'm gonna put this on every single girly that has gone to college has had her time on one fan fiction website. Okay, Absolutely. we have all like if we had the balls enough to go to college, we had mm-hmm. to start somewhere. Especially those English Listen. majors. Now they definitely got their start on Ao3. Here's Straight the up, the real girlies, the real the real OGs. Remember the time of early Instagram where there would be <gasps> those accounts made that were like POVs, imagines, and some people who literally yes. had like fanfics in the comments yes. of Instagram? Yes. That that was or, the start. That was the or the multiple people 
the multiple people who uh, were the different characters. So they would role play different yes. characters and you would yes. literally go to one of their Instagrams and then somebody else, like say it was like Percy Jackson, then somebody else's yeah. Instagram account was Annabeth and they were commenting and they were doing all sorts of stuff. Like yeah. there, yeah. we, we were there. Okay. The people that would make like text posts and like screenshot them and share them on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, Listen, yeah. like your favorite characters. Put those, some respect those... on these people's names. I'm sorry, but the text ones were always the worst ones. <laughs> I, they, I were. Like, they, they were. Like crackhead moments. They would like, like try mm. to pretend to text like them, and they would just use like the most obvious catchphrases of whatever character mm-hmm. or person it may be. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself. I was a directioner in high school. I mean, not high school, middle school. I mean, high school too. But middle school is what we're talking about. You know, it it led into yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh, Like I just remember (laughs) reading some of those imagines because you know, as I should, Mm -hmm. my my daily literature. The Tumblr imagines, absolutely. Yes, they imagine you're in the hospital. Yeah, imagine you're in the hospital. Yeah. Imagine you're in the hospital and you go into surgery and your boyfriend Harry is sitting next to you and then you get out of surgery and you uh, and you ask where's Harry and the doctor says who do you think gave you the oh. lips Oh my god <laughs> please or, or you you look into the mirror and you see his dark green orbs looking back at you <gasps> he gave you his eyes <laughs> <laughs> I really <laughs> wanted to cry Okay it's always orbs not eyes <laughs> That's fair. I will never forgive these two girls that were in middle school with me because we were all in the fan. We were all fan fiction girlies, right? Mm-hmm. But those two bonded over one specific fan fiction, and I think it was on Wattpad. But they only mm-hmm. referred to it as the milk fan fiction, and it was oh about One God, Direction. No, no, no you know no. It is? And they it wouldn't tell me what it was. Not about One Direction. They told, and they wouldn't tell me what it was. It was or not about One it. Direction. It, it okay. I'm this was originally a Panic I'm at the Disco. That this, would make more sense. To this be honest was originally with you. a panic at the disco fan fiction, and has been copied into different fandoms. I am not discussing this. This is <laughs> R-rated content. Okay, oh, okay. But to be fair, I'll never forgive those girls for not telling me about it, and they would only be like, "Oh, the milk, the milk," and I'd be like, "Okay, but it's, it's called the share. milk." It's called the milk fic. I'm writing this down. All I'm going to say is it begins with Ryan was kneeling in the bathtub, a towel underneath his knees. Oh my god! Maybe I'm not going to write this down. Ryan (laughs) Ross. I'm going to delete. All I got to say, all I got to say, as a vegan, I I cannot consume. As a vegan, I cannot consume this content, so we're good. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I, okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the uh, last episode was great, but I do have a bone to pick with the way they portrayed fan fictions, because us girlies need some respect. We need respect in this household. Absolutely. Uh, hold on, I'm having an animal problem with my pets. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, were oh there God. absolutely horribly written ones that were absolute garbage dumpster fire? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what? It made the good ones that much better. That's all I okay, have to but, say. But in the like the the writer's notes at the bottom, half of these girlies would be like, I'm sorry for the late update. I was in the hospital. I was with my mom on her deathbed. And I was eating that yes. shit up. I was like, okay, here's my update. Thank you. 
And okay, then they would, um, then they would get funny. five out of six chapters and they stopped. I think it's funny you say that. It's because <laughs> Robin, I swear to God. Yeah. Okay. I'm let me let me let me put some context on this thing before I lay it out there because I'm really out in myself. Um oh, I moved no. to a new state where I literally don't know anyone besides uh two members right. of my family. So we're we're desperate for content and I don't have time to really look at my phone until late at night. And so I was reading um maybe a fanfic. Maybe, maybe. not to help myself. And we're not gonna come around Literally, not even in a fandom that I'm a part of. Just some random, random ass fic because the oh. writing was good. <laughs> so wow. I don't even know who these characters are. And two, literally the last chapter that I read literally said, sorry guys for the late update. Uh, my mom just died and I'm really going through a hard time. And I'm like, oh, girl, don't be updating your fanfic. Go take some time to I love, you. I love the ones that are like, sorry, my power's gone out for like 24 hours. I'm writing this at a Starbucks right now. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, they they create a whole new chapter just to give us this small update. And it's like, girl, yes. dedication to your audience. I am like, I will never <laughs> complain. Those may yep. be putting in the work to give us content. Yes. Like yes. I'm like out of everyone who produces content, they work the hardest and yes. for free. For what? For free? Absolutely. Love Absolutely. it. You literally can not only read a story, but you can also follow them on a whole emotional journey the yeah. entire time through the little yeah. ants. And it's wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I'm just emotionally invested in both the story and my author friends. Uh, yes. you know th- their username some random combination of characters names <laughs> but then it's characters from a different fandom so they're not even writing about the characters that are in their name it's there's a whole culture there okay so Absolutely. put some respect on their names mm-hmm. um moving on i think it is finally time for uh, you guys to give us life updates and talk about any jobs or anything um, I know we hinted at this at the beginning of the episode, so I am. Uh, we the floor is open. Anyone want to go first? I do not have anything interesting going on. <laughs> um, you haven't graduated I, yet. I'm focusing on personal growth. <laughs> you know, as you should, Queen. Yes. Not gonna lie, I took a good amount of time after graduating to literally just emotionally come to terms with life because mm-hmm. I was down to the bone in college. I was so exhausted constantly. And I swear to God, like that first week back home where I just laid in bed and was dead to the world, that was the best week of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but beyond that, um, so I recently started at an entertainment company, and I don't know if I should be dropping, I don't know, I'll drop names, fuck it, why not? So I'm, you know, I just feel like I have to keep some mystery, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so I'm working at Hershey Entertainment and Resorts, Woo-hoo. and yeah, very excited about it. I I'm, knew it, I knew it! <laughs> yes. She just guessed. <laughs> I just, you, you posted something that said like, Hershey, Pennsylvania, and I'm like, I bet she's working yeah. for Hershey. <laughs> yeah. 
So I started as a digital marketing associate there. And um, what excites me most about the company is that I'm able to continue to market different forms of entertainment that I worked with previously at college. So in college, I was working with an entertainment organization that was all about music that Maggie is actually a part of as well. So we love Brave Sounds. Go check them out if you're a Bradley student. Um, but yeah, so I was working with that organization, which is all about supporting the local music scene, all about raising up artists. So that's something that's really important to me. Music has always been like a big part of my life, um, even though I'm not musically gifted myself. I like to support the community. So it's great that they have that. They have that. They have theater. They have hockey, mm -hmm. which I've mentioned previously. I was working with hockey back in college as well, too. And honestly, I am so beyond thrilled with just those two things alone because I was looking and I was like, how can I continue to work in both of these industries that I have so much passion for? And like, where am I going to find somewhere that has both of these things? And to find a company that has music and also specifically hockey is like a dream come true for me for a first job, especially. So I'm really happy about that. Um, and then they also have like lodging they have a um, hotel and a resort and a lodge they have spas they have the theater they have like all different kinds of crazy things and like restaurants and i'm so excited to be in this space because not only am i able to continue in areas that i'm familiar with but i also get to expand into new areas as well so i'm like so thrilled with it and it's something that I didn't really expect because I kind of thought, you know, oh, I'm just going to go to Pennsylvania for a little bit and then like jump somewhere else. But I don't know. I can kind of see a future there. And that's something that really excites me. So, yeah. That's Absolutely. Let's get some W's in the chat. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I was kind of like I was I've been following this journey for a while. And like, <laughs> yes. I, I can't even lie to you, Elizabeth. My mother, I was like, oh, girl, she's going to have a podcast. And, oh, I think Elizabeth's going to talk about her new job. And she was like, you better tell her that I'm excited to hear the update. Like, Aww. I've been waiting for this update. So I was like, <laughs> oh okay, so I'll get her. <laughs> so we have some dedicated fans already for you <laughs> waiting oh, for this long thank update. you robin's mom big loves <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. all around I was literally like so excited when I got the offer. Like I I think I almost immediately called you Robin because yeah. I've been kind of like updating you a little bit. I was like, oh my God, I got this offer. Yeah, I was like was driving and I was like, girl, let's let's chat. Tell me you're all yeah. about this. Yeah. Oh my yeah, it goodness. Was so funny Cause they like officially gave me the offer over the phone. And as soon as I hung up, I literally flung open my door and like we had family visiting, and I just yelled out to the whole house. I was like, I got the job! <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yay! Yeah. <laughs> so, big, big moves. And honestly, like, just so excited because I'm learning about, like, new spaces that I haven't been in before, like I said. And, like, they're eager to, like, help me learn and grow, which is something that is so important to me. Like, I don't like to be stagnant, which is why I oh, yeah. joined so many organizations on campus. I'm glad that I did. Um, and so hopefully I can kind of continue that energy and hopefully not wear myself out too much like I did in college, though. <laughs> so we're learning that work-life balance, man. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's all we need. Right up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Robin, oh. you got any updates for us? What are you doing? 
Um, so currently, um, I am working remotely still from my summer job, which, um, I am very close to finishing the project that I've been working on all summer for them. And I'm like, I I told them like probably by Friday that it'd be done. So this is like, this is major, major regular. Um, but I've kind of been, yeah, (laughs) I've kind of been, um, in the chats with a friend over here about moving to Atlanta in late August because I have some doctor's appointments. But that means I could probably get started in the film industry down there, which is super exciting. But like, I haven't even started looking at jobs because most of the time, you know, film industries are like, we need you next week. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm waiting for a second. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very happy for you that you have that remote work because like that's just such a great opportunity to be still earning some money and you know if you're moving around and everything like oh yeah that's awesome fit for you yeah especially like because my Hollywood semester basically bled me dry <laughs> um, yeah and I was like I need moving money and I need it now yeah. and they were like super nice and they wanted to hire me back so I was like I'm absolutely I will take that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. I feel like that's like the biggest thing is that so many times, like right when you get out of college, I feel like there's this pressure to like instantly have these huge plans and like move halfway across the world. And like, while that would be great and exciting, um, it's also good to, you know, take care of yourself, earn a little bit of money, actually have like a good plan into moving. And so like my advice to anyone who's maybe about to graduate or just, you know, heading into a new life milestone, take care of yourself. Like it's important. Absolutely. Like you come first. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Especially if you can like, you know, I feel like obviously like moving home sometimes isn't always the best or whatever for just like other situations. But if you're able to get yourself like a good financial standing and able to like, be ready to make that jump into where you really want to be that's like mm-hmm. it's definitely worth it so yeah oh absolutely yeah gotta be well, smart in this economy <laughs> oh oh yeah absolutely yeah. yeah um well ladies looks like we are getting close does anyone have um i i decided we're not doing wheel topics since there's three of us does anybody have an idea for our last topic today mm. opening the floor Hmm. <laughs> okay. First, a qualifying question. Okay. Does anyone else get really weird dreams when they come home after school in the summertime? Yeah. Um. When I'm at school, I barely dream. But when mm-hmm. I'm home, I'm like, I-, I dream about work. I dream about people I like was texting before I fell asleep. Like, I dream about everything. Yeah. I get the wackest dreams when I come home and like I I don't even understand them it's like (laughs) that I haven't talked to in years and haven't thought about in forever and for some reason they like plague my dreams like crazy and just like the Mm -hmm. wackest scenarios from college and stuff and I'm like what is going on and so maybe a topic could be crazy dreams but if we don't remember them crazy dreams want to do it I'm I'm, I'm good. Crazy dreams. Yeah. Um, Problem dreams is like to remember them. <laughs> that's true. The one dream that I like will never forget is because it was a reoccurring dream. Um, mm-hmm. It's that the zombie apocalypse was happening, but yeah. but I'm home 
I don't see any zombies, but I know they're there, and I'm hunkering in my house to, like, protect myself from the zombies. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, so reoccurring, that, like, at least once a year, that I'm dreaming, like, this exact same dream. It's insane. So, yeah, that is, that, that's something. <laughs> that sounds like paranoia. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Let's be honest. Probably. <laughs> what about you, Maggie? Um, so, like, the most, like, crazy dream that I can really, really remember... Well, there's a couple. Okay. So, my... The crazy dreams I remember are traumatic. Oh, gosh. So, I had a dream. I was, like, this... This has... I don't... I think this happened, like, my senior year of high school when I dreamed this. I was in my room in this dream. It was the middle of the night, and some man broke into my room from my window that's, like, literally right there. Um... And I kill him. Oh. I kill him somehow. Because he, yeah, like, I shoot him with a pistol in my dream. And I'm, like, freaking out. And my brother and I take this man's body into, like, the unfinished part of my basement and get one of those, like, giant storage bins. Oh and, my like, God. breaking bad the body, like, dissolving it. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Traumatic. Oh my and then god. I had I had another dream. Like this happened this year when I was actually at school that I was um in my house and my friend had called me in my dream mm-hmm. and she's like my dog died. So my oh. mom was like, "Let's go help her." So we're about mm-hmm. to leave and I'm sitting in my front yard crying because I'm sad that my friend's dog is dead in this dream. Mm-hmm. And there's some man that's trying to, like, break into my neighbor's house across the street. And I'm just sitting there on my front lawn. I'm like, hey, that's not your house. Leave or I'm going to call the cops. And he comes up to me, sitting at the edge of my front lawn, and kills me. And then I wake up. Oh, my God. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Honestly, I know this sounds really weird, but I have, like, the most violent dreams when I'm in the best head spaces. So, Ooh. I don't know what that says about me. I have no idea. I'm being honest. You're just putting all the energy in your dreams. You're just, you're oh, just right. letting it yeah. all yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, so, my... This is kind of on a similar note to your last dream that you just shared. Like, my freshman year of college, I had so many dreams that, like... I would get a call while I was away because I, so I'm originally from Michigan. Bradley's in Illinois, for those who don't know, which you should all probably know if you're listening to this podcast. You <laughs> should know. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I went to school, like, literally knowing no one. And um, I would get these dreams that I would get calls, and they would just be like, your mom died or your dad died or your dog died and of course like the ones with the dog would always be like traumatic like your dog got ran over or something and i i would literally like wake up crying basically because i was like oh my god like you know and obviously you know obviously it's a dream so i got over it pretty quickly but i'm like man the paranoia of like something going wrong at home while i'm away was so bad (laughs) and then i also i also often get these dreams when I'm like stressed out um, that one of my, like some of my teeth fall out in my dreams. And Me they too. Always, yes, they always oh. feel like the most realistic dreams. 
and I wake up and I'm literally like, oh my god, like, do I have teeth? Like, was that real? They feel the most realistic dreams I've ever had. Like, I can literally feel like the pain and like hear the noises and stuff. Like, like that. When I have those. When I have those dreams, they usually happen when I'm, like, looking into the mirror in my dream, and they fall out in the sink. Oh, my God. Um, See, I get the whole, like, feeling and the sounds and everything. I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? And so that's why I'm very paranoid. Um, Anyone who goes out at college and, you know, maybe gets a little drinky drink, brush your goddamn teeth before you go to bed. That's my little (laughs) spiel. So, yeah. Literally, Straight it would up. not matter how much I drank. I would always brush my teeth before I went to bed. So Fair enough. You know, yeah. honestly, best habit you could have ever had. <laughs> yeah. When I continued, because I was like, mm, I do this when I'm sober. I'm going to do it when I've had a little, a little, little drink, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those were, like, Fair my enough. most often college dreams. I'd say, like, the weirdest dream that I remember, um, the first weirdest dream... Uh, I was in elementary school, and there was this guy that I really thought was super cute. His name was Dominic. And this is when uh, the Twilight hey, was Yeah, hey, Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. So <laughs> in my dream, this is like when the Twilight movies were coming out and really big, right? And so I had a dream that uh, apparently a bunch of people in elementary school got turned into vampires. and. Um, <laughs> Like, chaos like I'm not out. having nearly the nearly the uh, the detailed dreams as you guys, and now I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we were we were in the cafeteria when all of a sudden this zombie, uh, not a zombie, vampire apocalypse broke out, and everyone's running around going crazy trying to you know be vampires on each other. <laughs> and uh, my my brave knight Dominic comes and saves me from the chaos. So that was like the first weird dream I remember. And you know, wow. I don't know why, because I literally barely talked to this kid. I just thought he was cute. So that's fun. Um, but my most recent weird dream, that I, yeah, yeah. The most recent weird dream that I remember, uh, it was I was camping with my family recently. And for some reason, I had a dream that I was back at Bradley. And, like, just about every single person I knew was, like, in this giant room with me. And uh, they watched one of my exes literally kill me. So, that was fun. Was I, I know. there? I, I think you so. Good? Like, literally everyone I knew just, like, stood there blank-faced watching me die. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, my God. Is, what is happening? <laughs> what is going on in your brain? I don't know, oh. man. Uh, so, that's my weird dream stories for y'all. <laughs> Let me um, end on a really embarrassing story then. Um, so, because middle school me, obviously, reading fan fiction, I wanted to be liked by all of my friends, and specifically mm-hmm. by those two girls I mentioned earlier, milkfic girls. I'll never get over them. They pissed me <laughs> off. But I decided to... <laughs> I'm so outing myself. I, I, my middle school years were so cringy. I decided to write in a notebook and I acted like I had this very insane dream that they were in it and then that other 
uh, characters were in it. And I, I did like this. It was a dream I had. And I wrote it in a notebook and I gave it to him. And I was like, oh my God, guys, read my weird dream last night. And it was so detailed. And I was like, I don't know how they thought that this was real because clearly I made this shit up. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, my, my dreams aren't that interesting, but the shit I'll lie about. That that's where it gets you. <laughs> Listen, you gotta have an imagination somewhere. So if it's lies, if it's dreams, you know. That's where it started. Imagination out, station. Right, right. Oh. And you know, middle school I think is the most embarrassing time to be alive for anyone. So it's okay. Oh right? yeah. I think everybody's embarrassing in their own ways in middle school. So like no one can make fun of me because I know what everyone else did. Okay. We all were cringy. Okay. I still actively embarrass myself, so... Yeah, Fair enough, know. honestly. The only thing that changes is that you just start to care less. That's really what it is. That's so. fair. <laughs> In middle school, that. you have a crippling fear of what everyone thinks about you. And then you get older and oh, you're like, eh, yeah. it doesn't really matter. So. It's like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's goodness. Tough. I don't even know. Well, I think we've gone over the hour time. I'm not yeah, gonna we definitely have um, taken our time. And I want to, uh, first off, just thank you guys for joining today. What what an accomplishment. Girls Cast is, I, I want to make this episode. So if you're listening, make this the highest listened episode. Beat the boys, okay? Feminism. Like Girl Cast. Yeah, Girl Cast number one. Okay. If you don't listen to this episode, you're not a feminist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about actively. politics. We talk about entertainment. We talk about the working world. We talk about our dreams. We talk about our aspirations. We t- covered it all. This is like got to be the best episode to date. No and offense. we talked yeah, about exactly. fan fiction. Absolutely. Yeah, as we, we talked about the good side of fan fiction. We didn't yes. let those hypocritical boys lead us off the track and make fan fiction bad because that it led us to where we were. Okay. I would like to make one final comment. Um, girls Absolutely. drool, boys drool. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Nothing but the oh, truth. Shit. <laughs> yes, oh, on, your sentiment, Robin, on your sentiment, it is great to be here, and I'm really glad we got this to happen. So here's to many more in the future. Hey. Yeah, that is it for tonight's episode. Thank you for joining in and listening to us chat. If you've made it this far in the episode, you're the best. You're a true girls fan. You're a true homie. Let me say, you're a true homie. This has been C's Got Degrees. Hopefully, we are a little further into our journey of answering the question, what the hell do we do now? So, see you next time. Bye. 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 How do we stop the recording? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Girl, I didn't even know how to enter the recording. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Did I go? Nope. Um, hey, can someone stop the recording? Us the whole right. time. Yay, feminism. Us. Boys, how do we end this shit? <laughs> well, I know you have the missions. I literally clicked stop recording and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs>